0: Uh, love it so much. I thought I turned... Why have I... There's still some f- uh, echo on me. Oh, it's because I'm coming through your mic. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I put super super reverb on your mic because it was sounding lovely there. Oh, right. Um, Dave, I was uh, re-listening to one of our old podcasts. It was essentially a couple of months after we quit radio. And... It was about memes mm. it was one of our first episodes with the, the whole like podcast set up having the you know our own mics and our own little interface plugged into my my laptop in a janky way and recording our voices
1: <laughs> was this was this uh, to do with finding out about news events through memes before any other format?
0: Yeah it was a little bit of that and also trying to predict what memes were about to come back oh. and you said that the uh, Ugandan knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> would have a comeback As well as There was an, Oh man I was, I was literally listening to it yesterday And you said one And I was like That actually did have a resurgence Maybe September to November
1: last year Oh I don't know I, I'm thinking of one right now That's had a huge resurgence Which is um, The Yee Yee Ass haircut From Grand Theft Auto So it's, like, it's one <laughs> yeah. of the opening cinematics And they're like Oh you won't get any girls With that Yee Yee Ass haircut <laughs> And for some reason, (laughs) I have no idea why it made a huge comeback. I mean, Grand Theft Auto, that game has been out for like probably 10 years. I don't know. It's been out a while.
0: Number five has been out since I think 2012 or 2013. Jesus. Yeah. Because there's jokes going around and they they even have a resurgence because they die down this joke and then it comes back later on that there's, you know, there's been uh, three or four different Grand Theft, three Grand Theft Autos across... um, PlayStation one, PlayStation 2, Playstation 3, but then there's been three PlayStations
1: across Grand Theft Auto five. <laughs> because yeah, there's been yeah. PS3, four, and five now. Insane. I mean that's that's getting value for money. That's insane. Like essentially you're selling people the same game three times.
0: Yeah, yeah, very much well, so. P- I I am one of those uh, noobs that completely bought it on PS3, and then when I bought a PS4, I had to go buy it again. Yeah, because
1: it was an updated Redux version. So yeah, they yeah, it. and it looks so much better, and you can see the sweat on their t-shirts when they ran. <laughs> I, of course, <laughs> I want to pay an extra eighty bucks for that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you got the whole first-person mode. I will say
0: there's a lot of complaints about how there's three PlayStation's for one game, because mm. it's been around since 2012, 2013. But you go, like, the main storyline, great. You know, it's, it's fun to play, but it yeah. hasn't changed since that time. Yeah. But the whole online, online. world yeah. has. They're releasing updated content every, like, month or two.
1: Yeah. I think that's a real, uh, I don't know what the expression is, like a money cow? Is that, like... Cash cow? Cash cow? Because they're just milking it? And I
0: I don't know the expression, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because, like, they'll have, like, basically a new campaign or, you know, career mode or whatever you want to call it. New adventure mode. Every, yeah, a couple of months, they'll just release this new storyline and you can play it online. So, if you're playing it online, you're probably getting pretty good value for money. You pay for the game three times, but you're probably getting like, you know, a dozen different games.
0: Mm. I think your online account actually goes across too. So
1: Probably. Yeah. I feel like it would.
0: And I will say that I've been actually playing a bit of GTA Five online lately. Ooh. And... It's been. Um, there was a point where I was getting a bit bored of it, and I was like, "Oh man, I just don't know how to make money, so I can't, you know, <laughs> I can't get all the cool stuff that all these thirteen-year-olds seem to have." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, they uh, classic, classic game uh, gamer move, <laughs> but the companies sell money, like they sell currency in the game yeah, for real money.
1: I, I don't know how, like, I mean,
0: the ethics. I, I this get is, it.
1: This is quickly going to divulge into a, a bitch about capitalism. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, like you, you exchange real money for money in the game. But the game itself is just like a kind of wackier version of life. So you're doing the same kind of things in the game for what you could be doing in real life. I mean,
0: I mean, it's got me- hover hover uh, like bikes and yeah. like torpedo cars and stuff like that. And you can fly a helicopter without a license. Yeah, so I, so I see the appeal. I do. I mean, the only kind of thrill that you can get in real life that's similar to that is driving a forklift without a license.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, maybe this is why I'm not a huge GTA fan (laughs) because I'm too busy driving forklifts without a license.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's it's funny because, like, the things that you can do in, you know, I guess any game, really. Um, Yes, there's that argument that they're trying to simulate life because they're, like, open world and know obviously have some sort of centralized currency and you can buy things it's very similar to life in that yeah, fact but yeah. obviously you can get the high-tech weapons and the high-tech cars and things like that but you know, you want to know what I've been doing I've been playing golf in it <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been <laughs> playing golf oh this see this is the thing I think eventually you no matter how wacky and wild the game is you no know, how many levels that are like Tron where you can ride a, a hover bike and shoot lasers Eventually, you always divulge into doing some regular, normal (laughs) shit. Yeah. I remember as a kid, like before you had online, you'd play Grand Theft Auto, and if you were really bored, you'd start following the road rules. Yeah. And you'd like drive around normally instead of mounting gutters and running people over. But that's what I find, like with the online, it's like if I hear people talk about it, so see, I should probably play it and see what it's like. But the way I hear people talk about it, you could almost confuse them for talking about real life if you were eavesdropping on that conversation. Like, oh yeah, I bought a a unit in this building for this much money and did a couple jobs to pay for that or blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, are you talking about real life? Are you talking about Grand Theft Auto? It's the same with um, Animal Crossing. If you chat to anyone about Animal Crossing, it sounds like they're talking about the stock market, but they're just, instead of stocks, you've got cute little names. Like, oh, I've got a, oh, at about 11.30 on a Sunday, I've got to trade my turnips because that's when they're the highest value.
0: Is that a real thing? Like, you have to wait for real world time. Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow.
1: It's it's like my little capitalism, <laughs> which is a little less catchy than Animal Crossing. Animal capitalism. Which Animal Crossing, I feel like, is a misleading name. Like, the characters are animals, I think. They look like... I guess they look like furries. And, and, but you're a person in the game and you just build houses and buy shit. It's just... It's just society, but it's on a really small screen.
0: It's almost like a metaphor of a metaphor. Um, sounds like a metaphor of George Orwell's animals. Oh, oh. And then yeah. obviously that was an animal. Uh, an animal. That was a metaphor for capitalism with like the fat cats oh, and yes. the cogs in the machine. Yep, yep. So it's a metaphor of a metaphor and it's just so well hidden that it's then gone back into a capitalist. We really did go down the rabbit hole. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Where were laughs> Man,
1: it's so easy to do. You just whoop, slip. <laughs> It's like a little...
0: Uh, you start talking about, you know, how much things cost in real life and, and video games becoming, you know, your world and suddenly you're, you're down the rabbit hole of everything is pointless, life is meaningless. <laughs> it can which, feel that way which, sometimes. Which leads
1: me on to my next thing. Like, if we've got so many little simulations of basically what we're doing in the real world, this le- I feel like this leads into like the, uh, the simulation theory and that kind of matrix thing. Like, eventually the video games will become that realistic VR will become that immersive that you can just tune in play the game make your money have your unit do a couple heists sell your turnips and then uh, but then yeah that that
0: sounds just like a regular
1: week for you (laughs) yeah I just do it in real life with the the real pain and loss of not selling my turnips for market value
0: couple of bank jobs in the week and then the weekend you're down at the farmer's market selling <laughs> yeah. your turnips.
1: It's all about balance. Work-life balance. Make sure you're growing the right turnips.
0: Yeah. The, the Selling the turnips is for profit but the bank jobs are just for fun. You don't really make much off of those.
1: <laughs> Again, I wouldn't know. But you can afford a million dollar unit somehow. Is that is that Where do the bank heists fall? You're the expert here. Like, are they, are they decent? Are they worth doing? Or are they just for fun, like you say?
0: So, I've had this problem where... I guess it's just anyone in their, like, mid to late 20s. A lot of their friends don't really play GTA or, like... Any, apparently, any of the games that I play other <laughs> than, like, COD or, you know, the classics. Oh, yeah. It seems like I don't really uh, have any guys to play with online and, like, do those heists. Because you need multiple people. Oh, fair enough. And then... That leaves, you know, the only other option to be um, choosing random people.
1: Yeah, and, and, then, and that's unreliable, I imagine.
0: Yeah, you've got some 13-year-old that's just, um, you know,
1: had a had a tantrum because his mum was saying, come to dinner. This this is starting to sound more and more like real life. <laughs> Unless you're working with your friends, it's a crap time. Yeah. not You know, hiring anyone off the streets kind of not reliable. But yeah, then no there's way. a lot of effort involved in recu- recruiting people, like in a thorough... Manner? Yeah, it wasn't until recently where uh, they actually included some online content
0: in GTA where uh, you could do a heist by yourself. Oh. Yeah, so that that really brought me back in, I'm not going to lie. Because yeah. prior to that, I was like, oh, I don't really have anyone to play with. That's like half the fun. Yeah. I was getting a bit sort of just like, oh, I don't know what to do. Um, and you, you buy these like businesses in the game to make money but you end up spending more money on them than you make, or at least I was. And I am just like, I feel so defeated here. And this every- is,
1: this is, <laughs> it's, the parallels are uncanny.
0: And then every, every day in the game, which I don't, I don't know, works out to be like what every hour or two in real time. Yeah. Um, you have to pay the fake staff in the game to run your businesses like five grand. So I'm like, I didn't even do anything with the business and I'm still paying for it. It's not giving me anything
1: back. Wait, so does the business generate money while you're not No, online? You, have to, you have to be actively oh, doing stuff. Yeah, That's sneaky.
0: Yeah, very much so. So they've recently brought in this like heist uh, campaign that you can do by yourself. And um, it's been great because that's the most money I've ever made in the thing. I finally bought a bloody hover bike. <laughs> finally got some bloody uh, Explodey Boy missiles on the bike. Yeah. Of course. And then I bought a like a alien suit so my character so it- can run around looking like an <laughs> alien riding a hoverbike.
1: So the game really encourages you to keep coming back and playing, right? Like it sounds like unless you're actively on it all the time, you, like, won't, you won't make a lot of money. It's like variable ratio conditioning <laughs> <laughs> where it's like it will pay you out sometimes. And you've, you'll, you've got to be there to find out when. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: you have God. to really like... I mean, that's how they keep people coming back, right? Yeah. And I guess that's one of the secrets, you know,
1: well, I remember, like, I used to think, like, you know, who's spending money on these things? It was the same with, like, Pokemon Go. Like, I, I'm like, I look, this is fun, but, like, who's really spending $200 on, like, a coin, you know, bundle? You know, those, it's always like, oh, you know, if you buy this much, you save 50%, but really, you're still spending $200 on a virtual <laughs> coin that yeah. they, they could give you for free.
0: Yeah. I, actually, I do know people that have put money into,
1: like, mobile games. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa, okay, wow, oh, you're man. really serious about this. Clash of Clans? Ah, oh, huge. At, in my workplace, huge. I don't, I don't get it.
0: Yeah. I guess, you but, know, it's one of those things until you play it, you're just like, oh, no, I, I could never get sucked into that. Yeah, and then you play yeah, it and you're like, oh, yeah, every day. <laughs> I, every day I, I
1: play I, this. I, I do love hearing people talk about it. Like, especially if they've been playing it for a couple months, you hear their conversations and they're like, it's hard to tune in because, like, you don't know what half the content is it's really interesting like they've got their strategies and their ways of making you know virtual coins and whatever it's really interesting it's gamification gives yeah. you a little positive reward
0: um even games are simple i've been playing because i'm a uh dork sometimes i've been playing chess on my phone oh. I'm trying to get better at chess yeah because right. um, i feel like uh i've always wanted to learn it and then the queen's gambit came out so everyone's like <laughs> yeah. i want to learn chess and i was like yeah, I want, to, I want to finally, like, commit to this, you know, idea that I've had and actually start playing people. Um, so, I've been, like, practicing on this online app. And even that has, you can, you get, like, a certain amount of coins each day you log in. And then you can uh. use those coins to, like, undo a move if you accidentally did the wrong thing or you just got wiped out. Yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, that's going to, you know, you get, you, you, you want to do more undos than you have coins. So then you can buy oh. a coin pack for, I don't know, like nine bucks or something. And it's
1: very tempting because when you're frustrated, you're just like, oh, give, give,
0: me the book, give me the coins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, that's so strange. Like, you know, you talk about like creating creating value and then selling that value. Like what's the value in an undo button other than people want it? And you could give it to them. You could just, here's your undo button. But they're charging nine dollars for a pack of coins, so you can do your undo. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's well, really job creation. That's like just making shit up to sell to people. Yeah, well, the, uh, but I mean, it works. That, I mean, good on them. That chess app is quite high in the um in like the app
0: store and like Google Play, so I dare say they're making a bit from these coins because people are like, oh, yeah. oh man, I did the wrong thing. I need to buy these coins because otherwise I have to wait a day. Yeah. <laughs> to get my little login bonus.
1: Oh man,
0: it blows my mind. And then, in addition, obviously, the apps have ads as well. Yeah. So double revenue stream.
1: I, you know, honestly, I have these moments of like awakening. I'll call them. They're probably not that prolific, but times where I just kind of snap out of it, and I'm like, "This is a weird world." And I don't know, like, I mean, you can say that about just about anything, but like, I have these weird little moments where I snap out of it. The other day, so like, I was playing a uh, a video on YouTube, and you know that kid from. Hunt from the Wilder People, the New Zealand kid. Yeah. Yeah, he was like dancing and rapping to sell me a Subway sub on this (laughs) ad that I couldn't skip before a video about, I don't know, I can't even remember. And I kind of went...
0: I think I've seen that ad too. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I, I I had this moment where I was like, why is this kid from New Zealand who was a famous actor trying to sell me a sandwich? Like That's just so bizarre.
0: Cause we all get paid but, at the end of the day yeah, yeah. We get a it, sub And he gets a nice little check saying yeah. I got people their sub
1: Yeah oh, That's so weird Does he get the money? Does his parents get the
0: money? I find it very interesting It depends on his age on that yeah, one Sorry. I, He's
1: probably close at 18 now I Yeah
0: imagine. It depends on the age If they're yeah. under 18 I think it goes to like a parent or guardian
1: But if they're over the age of 18 Then it's um, it's theirs but, but it just reminds me of um, You know that South Park episode Where they have like the It's like a bingo uh, ball machine where they like rotate it, and then you know you press a button and then it will like spit out like all these random uh, words on each of the each of the bingo balls, and then they'll make a joke out of it. I think they're making fun of some other TV show for doing it. But I remember just... the episode, but I
0: can't remember what TV show they're <laughs> making fun of.
1: But yeah, so it's like just like a randomization of these words, and then you put it together and you make it work. And that's what I feel like that ad was exactly that. Okay, the kid from Hunt for the Wilder People, Subway. YouTube ad. Okay, make that work.
0: Yeah, fair. I'm sure there was some sort of like, oh, yeah, all, all, like brands spend so much on marketing that there's got to be, it, it has to go through board meeting after board meeting and it has to be approved by different people. Yeah. It has to be like draft,
1: you know, and then the final copy. And, and there has and to be... Who approached who in that situation? Is this kid really passionate about subs? Or is Subway really passionate about this kid?
0: I hope that he's really passionate about just sandwiches. And he's just like, yeah, I'm, I really want to you know, diversify my own career and yeah. help people find sandwiches. I've
1: done the feature film gig. With, with Sam Neill. <laughs> <with> Sam, <laughs> Sam Neill of Jurassic Sam Park. Sam freaking Neill. And now I'm going to go to my true passion, which is selling sandwiches. Which are meat okay they're okay sandwiches
0: can i can i just say on that uh note about sam neill <laughs> you
1: sure can. can i just say how amazing that man is like oh my god uh, yeah the... one, of, one of my favorite uh little facts about him was he was in a, a a film or a tv show where it was like australia in the future i can't remember what it was or he was an australian person in this like sci-fi thing and he asked for his um like so they've got the little like national flag on his suit he asked for the union jack in the australian flag to be replaced with the indigenous flag like that was his like in the future there'll be more you know like reconciliation will be more united so we're going to have the indigenous flag in the national flag and it'll all be like this new thing man yeah i was like that's that's cool.
0: He, just, he sounds like the most genuine bloody person. Yeah. It's, it's the old question of, um, I never used to have an answer. Someone would say, uh, it's, it's that stupid icebreaker that people do in like group sessions or like oh. class or, you know, parties if you're going to the wrong parties. <laughs> um, you know, what's a, what's a celebrity uh, alive or dead that you would love to have dinner with or like have a chat to?
1: Oh, yeah. And I
0: think my answer right now would be Sam Neill. He yeah. was in. He was in Jurassic Park. He's a just a great like Aussie actor, and now he's living in New Zealand and owns a winery.
1: That is the dream. Yeah. See, on my on my list of dreams, selling sandwiches, it's not up there. Moving to New Zealand. I don't even like wine, but I feel like starting a winery is up there on my list. It's a it sounds real <laughs> wanky. It sounds like what you do when you retire. <laughs> <laughs> it does, but. Uh, as
0: someone that's, uh, I mean, I've made some dirty wine uh, <laughs> in the last couple of months. What I mean is that you know, I did, I made some real like redneck wine, is what it's called. If you want to YouTube that, yeah, 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 yeah. There's some so- some hooch,
1: There's some hooch, uh, seems- some
0: prison wine. There's something about like making making this product and then being able to
1: have it at the end and be like, hey, like, yeah, it's rubbish, but I made this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, this is like a, a nice little extension summary. of me. Yeah. Nice little summary of what I've done. It's, it's proof that I did something.
0: Yeah. And there's a... Like, I wouldn't... It's not a, like a widespread trend, but you notice a lot of uh, actors in particular um, end up starting their own alcohol companies when they yeah. sort of get to a, a certain age. So, obviously, Sam Neill has his winery in uh, New Zealand. But uh, Dan Aykroyd, mm. he has a vodka company based out of Newfoundland... Which is is, um, is that
1: is that the Skull vodka? Yeah, the Skull yeah. vodka. Yeah, which like I don't know if that that matches his aesthetic. Maybe I don't know enough about his aesthetic. Apparently, but, I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> but that is yeah, that is pretty cool.
0: I I actually bought a, a bottle of that, and it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah, just I like
0: that. Um, you don't. You think, oh, you know, you know, these people are actors. That's that's what they specialize in. You know, how can they transfer their skills to, you know, spirit and wine making or beer making or whatever it may be?
1: Mm. And then they, I haven't, I want to taste Sam Neill's wine now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I wonder, like, yeah, how 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 much of a ground up process that is, or whether you just waltz into a winery and you're like, offer them some money, take it over, and then start adding your own flavors.
0: Yeah. And then obviously your your name is now a brand thanks to your you know performance in different films,
1: so yeah. that's
0: gonna then follow you and like if if like someone said hey there's this winery in New Zealand and I'll be like ah like, yeah that sounds cool but mm. the fact that I know it's Sam Neill's winery I'm like yeah give me some of that wine yeah because otherwise I want to try it
1: I would have no way to to differentiate between all these random wines from new zealand but if i hear sam neill i'm like oh well that's something familiar i'll give it a crack it's it's oh you know it is a hundred percent we are just
0: buying into the machine man <laughs> yeah. we are cogs
1: it is, it is a great example of who you know not what you know yeah oh i know sam neill i'll i'll, I'll buy that it just <laughs> it really is oh man that sucks you not know i think about when i think of sam neill i think about eating red meat three times a day uh, three times a week
0: was he in one of those ads? Yeah,
1: Oh, I think it was, unless it was someone who looked like him. You well, not to... about the lamb ads? No, that's Sam Kekovich. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that's, that's definitely that's where I'm like... confused. I feel like it was to do. It was around the time of Jurassic Park because he'd talk about like evolution and like the the role that red meat had to play in our evolution, and so he'd be like, "So we uh, red meat three times a week." and it's one of those facts that stick in my head I, like I don't even know if it's based in research it was just that he was on this ad and I, now I remember it and when I think about like I, it's hard. do you have those facts? those facts that just stick in your head and then just pop up every now and then and you have no idea whether they're true but they just for some reason pop up in your head
0: yeah they're, they're the facts that live rent free in your head oh yeah they,
1: <laughs> they are 100% I've got to try and think of a couple more but, like, I can, I'm can. i at the point now where if someone says something, I think to myself, God damn it, that's going to be one of those things that pops up in my head.
0: I've, I've actually found the ad, Dave. Oh, here we go. Um, Our ancestors started eating red meat over 2 million years ago. Over time, the desire for lean red meat and its bundle of nutrients, like omega-3s, zinc, and iron, became instinctive behaviors.
1: What a tune!
0: Don't you love that? Like that—that's that, not that, a company um, <laughs> selling like, oh, buy Dave's meat. <laughs> that's uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a different company. That's, <laughs> that's a very a, different <laughs> company. That's illegal in some states. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's not a—it's not a company saying, "Hey, buy this particular brand of meat." It's saying, "Hey, just go and buy red meat. Just any, yeah. any will do." Yeah. go go buy some beef. But, go buy some pork. Just whatever, man. Just as long as it's red. None of that white stuff.
1: <laughs> None of that white meat. Get yeah. out of here. Get but, out of here, you that, seafood. That ad told me nothing. It kind of it implied a few things. Something to do with evolution, which sounds like science. In this case, they're just like, oh, this sounds like science. Put it in there. And he just it just showed a few people who like like the smell of red meat, and then said that's science. It means you like it. Go buy it <laughs> three to four times a week.
0: I'm, but isn't it so ridiculous that I'm finding it hard to hate on it because I love Sam Neill so much? Yeah. It's just like, yep. damn it, why, why did you have to do this? And it was such good delivery, too. Like, it really it sells it. Yeah, that was the. When was there's this ad few, from? There's a
1: few. Like, there's one. Ad, eat red meat, Sam Neill dancing. Oh, I can picture the dance. It's like a.
0: Over two million years ago, our ancestors took a giant leap. They jumped out of the trees and started to eat red meat. The natural proteins helped our brain grow. Hunting forced us to think. Red meat was helping us come to be. We instinctively desired red meat for its nutrients. Omega-3s, zinc, iron, B12 provided us with vitality and well-being. We were meant to eat it. I don't know
1: where the dancing fits in. Like it's just right at the end.
0: It's, <laughs> I think it's like, let's just have a little bit of fun. Let's you yeah, know show yeah, that red yeah. meat is cool. Let's
1: let's, let's hey not, fellow kids, let's, <laughs> let's not think critically. Let's just dance for a minute, and then before you know it, the next ads on, and our idea has already sunk into your head.
0: Yeah, very much so. But and, like
1: it's it again. It didn't tell me anything. It's like the red meat. We sought it for its nutrients, and it gave us vitality and well being. I don't know what that means. It doesn't mean much. It doesn't say like, oh, you know, you're 75% more likely to do this, that or other. Like- and then it's like hunting forced us to think was one of the things he said. <laughs> were we not thinking before we were hunting?
0: No, man. No, apparently we weren't. It's a, it's like you go to the pharmacy and you see all these, um, different types of vitamins and like crushed granerva root and oh, things like that. Yep. And, There's no studies to really say that, hey, like this is essential for functioning as a human being or this is essential for, you know, um, uh, processing lactose, uh, you know. Yeah. It's always just like supports well-being. And it's just like, well, what the shit is
1: that? What does that mean? If it makes you feel better because you're taking a vitamin, that's supporting well-being. If I went, oh, I feel good because I've had my vitamins. There you go. Supports well-being. But yeah, you can do that with anything. Hmm it's funny i've um i've gone down a, another separate rabbit hole which is like uh the, like uh, mushrooms and and fungi as i've been told it's called it's not fungi or i mean it's probably a preference thing but i've been like wait um, wait
0: hold up what it's, it's called fun
1: fungi i don't know why maybe they just want to sound more pretentious than fungi
0: what sources are you referencing for this
1: i uh, i can't well, i can't remember his name but he's a mycologist
0: that I, sounds I'll, like I'll he join...
1: specializes in mushrooms. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Like finding all these interesting things about how they're giant organisms and whatever. Um, but because I've been looking at these this kind of content, I also get all this like pseudoscience that's trying to sell me like mushroom es- extracts as if they're like vitamins and stuff. So I'll get these ads, these targeted ads, which are like, oh, you know, have a drop of this. It's, it's a mushroom extract. It's... and it's the same kind of style it's like this will help with your vitality and this that but this one particular video I was watching so the first one he talks about the first one he says like vitality and a few other fancy words that don't really mean anything and by the time he gets to the last extract he's like this one makes me feel good (laughs) I feel less tired when I have this one and I'm like What does that mean? Like, it could mean anything. Turns out it's
0: just a cup of coffee.
1: It's like, I only have like this one when I've had 12 hours sleep, so I feel less tired. Like, it's just so weird. Like, it doesn't tell you anything, but it sounds good. Yeah. There's a lot of
0: baseless claims out there, Mm. and it's so hard to... It's like if we were to read terms and conditions of everything in life, we would be stuck reading terms and conditions. If we were (laughs) stuck reading journal articles of every single thing of claim of a claim that we heard would be suck reading journal articles so yeah yeah it's hard to really discern what is true and what is just a baseless claim mm,
1: cuz i mean you can you can get the language right to sell it to sell something as evidence based right like you can you can work out the spiel to sell to people oh you know the science says oh there's a study on this but like you can you can mask a lot of things in science that aren't perfect with with your language.
0: It's also very easy to read an abstract of an article. Like I'll <laughs> like I'll, I'll talk about my thesis, mm. and if you read the abstract, yeah, it's just like, hey, did this? Uh, this actually doesn't have a link, or you know, oh yes, this does have a link. And unless you read the full study and realize, oh shit, like there's no manipulation check here. So how do we ever know what it's yeah. thingo? Yeah. Like, if you've you you, got to you, read the limitations got... and um, strengths of the study down the bottom to really find out. And if they don't mention it, then you kind of have to discern through their procedure. That's a lot of effort.
1: Yeah, and if you, if you go to someone and you're trying to, you know, convince them, say, say you're, you're arguing, so you, you've come to present your case and you're, like, pretty critical and you're like, oh, well, we didn't have a manipulation check and next to next you you've got old mate mycologist wannabe who's trying to sell his extract and he's like, this one makes me feel good and he's super confident. If someone sees both of those arguments, they'll see you being critical but go, oh, he's not very confident. Maybe that's maybe that's bullshit. And you'll see old mate who's like, oh, it makes me feel less sleepy. And they're like, oh, that sounds measurable. Nice.
0: Plus, we're always searching for the answer. We're always searching for something that will make us feel better, <laughs> yeah.
1: more, uh, you know, um, better, make us feel better, we're looking for the magic beans. Yeah. To, to to have that final effect and we can be like, okay, cool. I have my magic beans. I'm done. Yeah. Life complete. tick it off.
0: I'm trying to find something that makes me feel more positive and more energetic during the day. Mm. I'm not trying to find something that makes me sleepy during the day and awake at night. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, these claims are going to be very positive and um, mm. they're selling it to us.
1: Hmm. We we circling back to capitalism. Apparently we are. Probably, don't. probably. Do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna go buy some products at the local store. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Apparently, I've just played the red meat <laughs> <out> again. <laughs> <laughs>